So welcome back everyone. We are going to talk about how to choose a therapist, why we should, um, and we're going to pick Lydia's brain. Okay. Um, cause sometimes, you know, it's, and I would include myself. I've always been like, do I need therapy? I don't know if I need therapy. Do I want to be vulnerable? Like all those kinds of questions, um, especially with certain cultural groups where like therapy may not necessarily be for us. And so I'm really glad that you'd be here to debunk some of those myths. Thank okay? you, Judith. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm just going to run through the myths yes. and you tell me why I'm wrong to think this. Okay. okay. Um, there's a stigma against mental illness. Is it really true that I have a mental illness if I need a therapist? Tell me. No, you definitely don't have to have a mental illness. People go to therapy for a lot of different reasons. People go to therapy sometimes just for support, somebody to hear them out. They're trying to make a decision about something they might need to go in. You don't have to have a, and I guess it d- depends on how you define mental illness too, right? Um, if you're depressed or stressed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, do, do we necessarily classify that as a mental illness? Yes, it's mental illness, but I think there are so many stigmas about when we say mental illness, people see it as, oh, you're crazy. Right. So I think we'll have to debunk the idea that even if you have a mental illness, you're not you're not crazy. It doesn't have to be that you're nuts. Um, so but but I, I don't you can go to therapy for any reason, whatever you're going through. You can go to therapy, talk through it, work through it, listen. But you have to find the right therapist, of course. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, and so what? If, oh, OK, this is this is I'm Catholic. So I was thinking about confession right yeah so you know i go I'm into a priest and i'm like i cheated on my taxes i whatever i lied i did whatever so i always feel like that like in a therapy session i have to now bear my soul to another human being tell me lydia what are your thoughts yeah i mean i think going <laughs> to therapy yeah you could you be, you bear on your soul yes. right and it's up to you how much you want to give right but on the other hand, how much you give might sometimes determine how much you get back in terms of how effective or helpful that therapeutic process might be for you, right? So you can go in and say, I'm not telling her that this happened to me. There's no way I'm going to tell her that, but I need healing for it. Right. It's not, it's not going to work, right? Right. And it might take some time to get to that place where you feel safe enough. So day one, I'm not yeah. coming in giving you all my spill yeah, my guts. Some people right? might. Some people might dump it all on you and then you walk away like, okay. <laughs> um, and then some people might pace themselves. They need that sense of safety. They need to feel trust. That trust in that relationship. And over time, some of those things naturally and organically will come out during the process of therapy. So you're not yeah. forcing me to reveal myself, right? Not forcing you at all. You reveal how much you are okay with revealing. And that process, the therapist should go as fast or as slow as it di- di- dictated by what you need and how you show up in the, in, in the therapeutic um, experience. Okay. Um, what about if I'm a type A personality and I've never been vulnerable to anyone else? We'll, we'll work with it. Why right? should I now yeah. come to you and, and show that soft, you know, that other side that I don't show the world? So, but the type A can show up in therapy, right? I think it's just maybe channel it, channeling it in a different direction, right? So if your focus now is, I have these things that I need to work on, that level of focus and mindfulness and to get things done, it can be applied there. But I think on the other hand, we could 
explore a little bit where the type A personality comes from, right? What does that mean? What, you know? Now you're analyzing me. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Is it driven from anxiety and what are the underlying, you know, connections there with that anxiety? Feeling vulnerable. Yeah. So you might, yeah, might have to, you might have to take a look at it. (laughs) When are you available? What are your, okay, come, okay. Yes, you might have to dig into it just a little bit to see. And I don't, any good therapist might not necessarily dive straight in there. You know, you assess, and I'm instinctual, and I have some good gut clinical instincts. Mm-hmm. It was all clinical from a lot of years in, in the field, but I can see, okay, this is not somebody you could say, oh, you're a type A personality, that's what you need to work on. And that's not how therapy works. So right? you're, non, you're non-judgmental in your non-judgmental. approach. Non-judgmental. You have to be non-judgmental, otherwise you, you'll be out of business. True. Right? Yeah. True. And ineffective. You will be ineffective. Um. And then, you know, there's a thought that it's for upper class, right? CEOs, you know, have therapy to help them make decisions. Um, it may not be for someone who's middle class like me or maybe someone who's lower socioeconomic class. Maybe it's out of my reach. Maybe it's something that's, that's not for someone that looks like me. Yeah, therapy is for everybody. You know, it's definitely for everybody. Again, there might be a different reason that you might come in than somebody in upper class. They might come in talking about... You know, they just lost a billion dollars, a million dollars on uh, investment. And for them, that is traumatic and yeah. that is stressful. Um, for somebody else, it would be, okay, well, you know what? I couldn't afford to pay my rent this month. And this, I continue to struggle with depression, getting out of bed to go to work because I have all these financial issues. So it's the, you know, as I said, as you read early, um, at some point in my bio, all the socioeconomic backgrounds, being able to work with people on all levels and be okay knowing that, you know, these people have different needs. Um, it doesn't make he or she any less of a person because of the, the reason that they might be coming into therapy. So it's right? kind of like the prenatal vitamin, right? It's something yeah. that you should be doing, period, is is yes. having a therapist. Having a That's therapist. That's what you're saying, yes. essentially. Yes, you could have, again, and... And when you say you're going to therapy, I think there's this stigma about what it looks like. It's a mother just sitting there, taking out, looking stiff. Classic. And, yeah, very stiff. I'm on there's the couch. No, there's no, inter, you know, there's no smile. There's a, you know, it's, for me at least, in my experience as a therapist and in working with other clinicians, that's not what it is. It's a relationship, right? It's a relationship that you establish with these individuals. Now they have to be boundaries, good boundaries, on both ends, but it's a relationship. And with relationships, there could be a little bit of humor. There needs to be a, <clears throat> a good bit of understanding of of your therapist and how your therapist is going to support you. And then the therapist obviously has to understand what you need. True. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then what about the cost? You know, I'm on Medicaid. How can you help me? Or I have a PPO, and every time I see you, it's $100 or yeah. $50, whatever my copay is. Yeah, so a lot of therapists, um, some therapists don't take insurance, but th- there's so many therapists that, that take insurance. So there are very, you, you know, um, different platforms where you get online and you can look and you could Google simply to say therapists who take insurance. Can you give insurance. me three? Can you give me three platforms or that you would? So I know on Psychology Today, for mm-hmm. sure, that mm-hmm. is, that's the main one, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, psychology Today, and there is... Um, oh, I think it's open, open path, open path. 
but psychology is an open path. Definitely, you can you can go on there. The bulk you, of therapists would be on. Yeah, and you'll find sli- like uh, open path. You can get like sliding scale. There's like a, a specific. Oh, wow. um, uh, the, the rates don't go above a certain amount. So you might be able to pay cash if you don't have insurance, but the, the rates are reasonable, I would say, in comparison to just a moderate uh, regular private pay um, fee. And psychologists today, you go on and they have private pay. You could just Google some, put in medic therapists that take Medicaid and see what comes up. Um, if you're looking for a, a black, uh, Hispanic, uh, Caucasian therapist, a male therapist, you, you put in some of those, um, I guess I would say, what you filters. Yes. You put some of those filters on and, and, and that would come up also. You know, I, what do you feel about that? Like, do you think I should be looking for someone that looks like me? Do you think it matters? Tell me. How much stock should I put in that? I think it, it, it's it's very individualized, right? If you feel as if you can connect <laughs> better with, with somebody who um, might understand you culturally. For me, as a as a black clinician, some of I, I see everybody. I have a range of you know Caucasian, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. Um, but those who come from the Caribbean background, they they want a Caribbean, uh, somebody who understands the culture. Right, so if you are fully still immersed in whatever your cultural background is, I think having somebody who can connect and understand you where you are at that point, I think is is very important, right? Because the culture, you know, it plays a role in a lot of how we view our experiences and the choices that we make to deal with whatever might be happening in our lives. I agree. I think it, it just depends on the on the patient or the yeah. client. Like I've yeah. bonded with patients who have nothing in common. Yeah. On yeah. surface, on yeah. you know, on paper, um, and we've been able to. I've been able to help them. I've been able yeah. to be instrumental in their healing. Um, so I'm. I like what you said. Just keep looking. It may not yeah. be. Start with what you think, and then it may surprise you, you who can there. help you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've have had people who start and you know, so one or two times, and then you realize. Okay, this, we might not have that connection. And sometimes the therapist, as a therapist, we have to decide, okay, this person might not be, you might not be well-suited to, 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 to care for that person either. You might not be the best fit to help that person. So we Correct. have to have that level of uh, mindfulness about who we are, that, okay, I, I don't think I can do a good job at this. We just don't take everybody just because they, they come to I you. I agree. Yeah. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then insurance. We well, insurance. We could talk about it for an hour, so I'll just move on. Um, and then you know, when it comes down to that nitty gritty, that I'm behaving. We all this triggering, like that. That word is so popular right now, right? I'm triggered. Everybody's triggered. We're yeah. triggered about all these things. But what? How do I get into that? Um, like, if I have a, a sexual abuse history, or um, I'm a traffic, a human trafficking victim, um, or there's domestic violence, I've never disclosed it, never disclosed it. How do we, how do I know that I'm, I'm safe to discuss that with you? I think over time, you know, as I was saying earlier, I think o- over a period of time, again, there are some people who, you know, there's an intake process, right? Correct. Where they fill out paperwork, and there are questions like that on there. Have you ever been sexually abused? Are you, what's your current, you know, what's your current situation? Are you safe right now? Will you live, you know, whatever. Um, and some people would say, yes, but I choose not to, you know, Delve. talk about it right now. 
and then I know in my process of just really getting to know this individual, I'm gonna take some time before I even touch that that topic. So what um, do you do when you recognize if you if you recognize that a patient has a trigger and you have like the list in your mind, these are the things that should have caused this trigger. Um, do you wait for the patient to like what's your style? Well, I, it, it's unique to each person, right? So if there is a client... Why is she might, so outstanding, guys? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. If the, if the person mentions it, sometimes they might mention it because really they, they want you to kind of help them to bring it out. So I have to be in, intuitive and inst clinically instinctual enough to know, okay, I think he or she is ready to talk about it. So you use some of your skill set to kind of to, to, to kind of around and have the convers you know, and have the conversation. Right. But you don't just jump straight in right you know, right there. If they're experiencing a trigger, yeah, you you have to be instinctual, really instinctual. But you have to know the client. You really have to know if this is the the kind of person who you can ask a direct That's question. That's very true. If this somebody who, you know what, I think she needs a little hand holding now as opposed to jumping straight into the water and asking them about the trauma that you know they wrote on their paper. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. So in summary, okay, you have to feel safe in your interactions with your therapist. You've got it, Judith. You've got it. You've got it. <laughs> I'm learning from the best you, right yeah, now. Yeah, you okay? listen. You're in tune. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have to feel free to shop around until you have the right fit. You're not just going to accept what's on your insurance panel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you have to feel safe. Um, and you have to self-evaluate. Like if you're five, six sessions and you're not feeling better, it's time for you to move on. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything else you would add there? I would just add to that about the five, six sessions. In, it depends on what the issue is. Because for some people, it might take way more than that, right? Okay. So it, it, that part is also unique to some, to some um, individuals and what the presenting issue might be. So five to, to six sessions in might be, might take six sessions for you to feel like okay now I could talk to this person about my trauma my sexual trauma when I was six years old right. because now I've talked about my life and everything that has been transpiring and I feel like this therapist understands and kind of gets me so it, it really depends um, it's the, the therapeutic process is clinically driven I like to say it shouldn't be time driven um, it, it shouldn't be time driven it, because it, it's very unique to everybody. I think insurance companies sometimes might pay for a limited amount, which, you know, forces you, our hands. Yeah, kind yeah. of forces it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that because it, it's in tune with the psychiatrist. I think I told you about this. So yeah. I was taking a class with him and he's like, it's not like postpartum depression. It's like, oh, it's a year. We're done. Yes. You yeah, know, it's a that. lifelong journey of searching for mental health and i think that's what you're saying yes yes. we have yes. to keep looking for it um with or without the confines of health insurance yes and then you know over time right somebody might come in and they need they need a session every week right but then they might not need a session every week right they might need a session every two weeks then they have a you know a transitional phase so whatever they're learning in therapy okay are they implementing are they practicing some of those skills so then you have two weeks to see okay how did i do not meet with my therapist did i use my coping skills did i use some of the tools and resources um that we worked on then you have you know maybe then you move to once a month so it's a, a, a little bit of a transition and a tapering process i would say right so you kind of tapering down and then eventually you say okay i think 
you're good if anything comes up for you at any point in time you have my number you can so like a booster out. right like a booster session yeah yeah you you can you can call and come back because now you already have that rapport you don't have to do all that work you again. don't have to do all that work again right so you have that you just come in and you know this therapist knows everything about you at least at that point thank you yeah. so much thank you so much thank You're you welcome. so much I, I appreciate it. it thank you so much for having me